0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Thursday. The Combine is in full swing. Defensive linemen are on the field doing field drill work as we speak. Catching a little bit of that on television. We heard from the defensive backs at the podiums today. They'll be on the field tomorrow. All is happening here in Indianapolis. And uh, as far as the Packers go, Packers news-wise... A little bit of a tidbit there from Adam Schefter this afternoon saying that the Panthers have inquired about Aaron Rodgers. Got to think that makes a lot of sense. New head coach, new system, maybe a veteran quarterback instead of trying to jump up and grab one of the premier guys in the draft. Although maybe they could do both. Who knows? But uh, the Panthers make a lot of sense uh, for a potential landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. Right now, I think it's much more about as many teams as possible. Getting in on the conversation is uh, better for the Packers. Uh, The more interest there is, uh, the more options you have, a little bit more leverage. I'm all for all that. However, I still maintain he's coming back. So we'll see. Still no word from the man himself yet. So uh, the Rodgers watch continues at least for a few more days. Uh, Speaking of, as I said a little bit earlier, defensive backs were on the podiums today. Heard from Brian Branch, who is, I'm not going to say my A number one draft crush, but damn, I really like his game. Um, He confirmed he has spoken with the Packers. He said he thought their scheme was something he could slip into pretty easily. And I've seen, as tends to happen when a guy is really fucking good, which Brian Branch is, uh, the the kind of misgivings and the picking apart of his game and some of the negatives. And certainly they are there. They're on tape. You can see it. Um, Whether it's this, you know, maybe a little bit of a hesitation when it comes to diagnosing some of the vertical stuff against him. Or to me, the one real issue that kind of jumps out is the, uh, the handsy nature of his uh, defense. When guys are coming out of their breaks, Uh, I think, you know, he dealt with penalties a little bit this year. Um, That that tendency to grab when a guy is making his break, that's a habit. He's got to get out of no question about it. But you look at a guy who's physical, who goes sideline to sideline, is tough as hell against the run, and who, by the way, doesn't miss tackles. I mean, you talk about a Packers defense and his desperate need of tackling machines. Brian Branch fits the bill. He'll he'll absolutely set an edge against the run. He will rush the quarterback. He is a terror. Come off that slot side, going blitzing from a star position. Uh, he's a baller, and God knows the Packers defense needs ballers. And I understand Fan fatigue with taking defensive players in the first round, especially at the safety spot. God knows, haven't had a ton of them pan out, but that shouldn't dissuade you from taking a dog, which this guy most certainly is. Um, Again, I know people will pick apart his game, and for good reason, I understand, but you got to remember, it is about projecting. It's not about looking at what he did in college and looking at that tape and going, that's all he'll ever do, and that's all he'll ever be. Because that's what bad personnel people do the good ones project what he can do and what he will be able to do and what he can improve upon and where his ceiling is. That's the idea. And I see a really good player who can get better and in the right situation. And I think Green Bay could be that he would get better. That's just my two cents. I know the draft industrial complex would tear that reasoning apart, but that's where I sit right here on March 2nd. As I look at Brian branch tape and I, Hear him talking at the podium about how football allows his quote legal anger to be unleashed. Oh man, just someone make this kid a Packer. I need I need everything about him on the Packers defense. Hello to everybody in the comment section. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody here. All the Soders here, of course. Brandy's here. As usual. Gotta love it. Uh what else we got? What else we got? Indiana's here. What's up? What's up, Indiana? I'm in Indiana. I'll put the boxing gloves on him to deal with his handsy nature. Well. Yes, because it works so well for Ahmad Carroll, right? What a blast from the past. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nags. Hey, New York Cheesehead. How you doing? Uh, afternoon, Aaron. Go Pack Go from Oregon. What's up, John? Hello from Indianapolis. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, automatically a dog. That's right, because he's Big B, Brian Branch. Um, uh, speaking of Indianapolis, if you are in the Indy area, I will be uh, having a Cheesehead TV meetup tonight. at Tavern on South here in downtown Indianapolis. Uh, 6.30 p.m. till uh, a couple hours, probably about 8.30 or so. But come on by if you're in the area. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be drinking some beer and talking Packers. more do you want? Give me a good time. How is Corey's blood pressure? Guys, seems okay. He's so nonplussed about all the draft stuff. He doesn't care until we're actually on the clock. You know that. Like, all the combine stuff and the draft industrial complex, he doesn't pay any attention to it. You know, he's he, he's interested in who they draft and then talk to him again once training camp starts. That's about it. Hey, NoBot11, what's up? Thanks for checking out the stream on Twitch. Appreciate it, man. Lee says, I like picking defense in the first round. Great defensive players are harder to find. You can get good offensive weapons in later rounds. I, I don't know if that's a hard uh, rule hard and fast but I understand what you're saying I think you know traditionally those athletes with the huge upside who are able to come in and contribute right away on defense they typically are found maybe a little earlier in the draft but it's not like you don't find gems in later rounds on defense as well um I mean hell the 49ers found Wagner in the 4th round he's one of the best inside backers in the game so you know it's never it's never just one thing obviously but I I hear what you're saying Vex, thanks for the super chat. First round kicker just for Corey. I would melt down. Forget Corey. Hell, I'd melt down if that would happen. Good Lord. If Rogers gets traded, does that help our present financial woes? No, it does not. In fact, it makes the salary cap a lot tighter. Um, They'll probably be hovering around anywhere between 20 to maybe they can push it up to 30, 35 million in cap space. Um, But if Rodgers gets dealt, they're going to be probably hanging around more like 12 to 15. It it takes a significant chunk if if he ends up getting traded. And that's what makes it real difficult for the Packers turning to a young quarterback and then not really being able to do much in the open market to support him and by bringing in new talent. Like a lot of that improvement is going to have to come from within and or a rookie class. Which, uh, good luck, Jordan, if that is the case. Uh, I would take Murphy, Wilson or Anderson at edge, if at all possible, with whatever our first round pick is. Well, Law Maddie at the m- low Maddy or Law Maddy, uh, the first at the moment, their pick is uh, 15th overall. Who knows what happens if Rodgers is traded? Perhaps they have another first round pick and maybe one of those is used on one of those uh, edge players. And look, I'd love it if they took an edge. I think it's definitely a need. I don't there's any question about that. But I'm always wary about they have to come out of the round with that position, with a certain position. That is how you box yourself in, and that is how you make bad picks. And I know the Packers have certainly made their share of bad picks with whatever their process is, right? And I'm not discounting that I'm not dismissing it. However, I do know the better football players you get on your team, the, the more talented, the, the higher upside, all of that, you're going to find those guys by be, staying true to your board and – if the guys who are rated in the first round are gone or you know they're picked over what have you and there's a run on edge rushers or, or whatever and you're on the board and you're sitting there going well I could take that last edge rusher or there's a premium guy at a different position who maybe is not was not quite a position of as you know dire need but it's probably going to be a much better player got to think long and hard about that one uh, it's just uh, it's just rare that uh, boxing yourself in Positionally, need-wise, is, is a good outcome. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Can NFL discipline discipline Jalen Carter once drafted? I mean, technically, yes. They they probably can. I doubt they will. Um, gotta let that all play out. Yeah, we've seen it. Uh, we've seen certainly plenty of instances at this point of guys being punished for transgressions that happen. Hell, forget about like even after college in college. So. Um, You know, they they have a lot of leeway, especially once you become uh, a member of the union and therefore under the uh, jurisdiction of the CBA, even if the transgressions happen prior to your becoming a member of the NFL. So, yes, I would suspect they could. But again, um, I think that will have to play out. and We'll see if the NFL does anything there. I have no issue with drafting a kicker late. It's a really important position. And if you can give me a stud at that position for years to come, do it. I hear you, John. I think that's reasonable, and for the most part, I kind of fall in that line of thinking. However, I do think I understand Corey's kind of like abhorrence with the idea of using draft capital on a kicker, when so many kickers can are, are often found. They are, you know, found many times um, in the undrafted circles or uh, street free agents, guys who have bounced around the league a little bit. You know, it's a tough gig. There's no doubt about it, and you want the best of the best, and you're probably going to find the most upside in the draft. But, you know, that's not like if you don't draft one, you're automatically doomed to have horrible kickers. Um, they can be found elsewhere. You uh, he heard his draft stock. Yeah, most likely. I will say, though, on the daily part of thing, and I, I ran into some guys at breakfast this morning we were talking about this, like, the timing of that is some bullshit. Like, I understand it's a very serious situation, right? And I, I do not Doubt for a moment that he should be. The whole incident needs to be investigated, and I know um, it's a very serious nature, right? But the fact that that was dropped legit twenty minutes before he's set to talk at the NFL Combine for an incident that happened in January—that's some bullshit. That is some local hee-haw bullshit. And I'm just gonna leave that at that. Vex, thanks for the super chat. Sad thing about this is the foresight to draft Jordan Love is great. Spoon ripped my heart out saying we could have had four picks in the top 45. Don't let Spoon rip your heart out, man. Don't let Spoon's negativity and uh, backward eye gazing and what could have, should have, would have been writing. Don't let him get to you, man. I love Spoon. I love Spoon. But he's always going to try and find the negative angle. That's his gig. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Is Billy Schmidt in Indy? No, Mike, he's not, and he should be. Um, Now, we had talked about him and I getting together while he was here to do some beer and ball, uh, but then it turned out the radio station didn't send him. They they had been talking about it, which is why I was excited about the idea, Uh, but then I guess they decided not to make that trip, and they sent, I think, Mike Heller to spring training uh, for the Brewers. Which, aren't they the flagship for the Packers? Like, what's more important here? Uh, but no, uh, Billy's not here. But the fun thing you should ask, because Billy and I have uh, been talking, we are definitely going to do some off-season beer and ball starting next week. So be on the lookout for that. John, Simotovich, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. What's more BS, Carter or Tunsil? you. <laughs> uh well the tons of thing I don't know man he's he's turned into an amazing player and had a great career and he certainly um you know uh, signed some significant deals and has a great contract etc so so hard to say that's bs I, that I gotta admit that was kind of funny to me just because I wasn't law enforcement you know that dropped that video that that was somebody else so um the fact that law enforcement is involved with the timing of that's just That just stinks to high heaven. Mm. What wide receiver one is sitting in free agent though? Free agency though. Oh, is this a conversation going on in the chat? Um, Yeah. I mean, look, they're not going to be signing anyone right away in free agency. That is for damn sure. Um, I think they will explore every Avenue, possibly trading for someone definitely picking over the uh, residue, if you will, of the first probably two waves of free agency. Um, I still maintain OBJ is a possibility if Aaron Rodgers is back. If Aaron doesn't come back, I I think that sailed. But if Aaron's there, OBJ's still there as a free agent. They expressed interest before. I think they could make a run at him. Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. But a lot of ball game left in that regard. Christian Watson is not a free agent. Well, now we're really getting down to the heavy stuff in the in the chat here. That's that's pretty impressive. Is Andy Herman live tweeting during drills? Probably. Hey, Andy's a big-time draft nerd, so yeah, I would think so. But maybe, I don't know. I'm not i am not looking at his Twitter account. You have to tell me. Is the Cheesehead TV draft guide out yet? Mike, it is not, but it's funny you should ask because lo and behold, there is the cover of this year's 2023 Pro Football Draft Guide from Cheesehead TV. It will be out most likely first week of April. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, it is coming. It is in the works. It will be here soon, and it will be full, chock full of goodness. The original draft guide by, by Packers fans for Packers fans. Been doing it since 2011. People, always a good time. Hope, hope you'll, uh, hope you'll get one. Hope you'll enjoy it. And uh, it's always fun to read the draft guide during the draft and see where people got it right and where they really got it wrong. Uh, Paul Heiser, Tunyon hitting the market, I suspect there's a good chance he does. I still think it makes a world of sense for the Packers to bring him back, Um, but we'll see. They've got a ways to go. I think everything is on hold until Rodgers makes a decision, and then they will go forth and try to re-sign some of their own guys, including Tunyon. Definitely, I think Deshaun Nixon is the head of that queue, so to speak, but I hope so. I think he's valuable in Green Bay. I think he's probably more valuable in Green Bay than anywhere else. So we'll see. And maybe they let him hit the market. And if if something, you know, if doesn't materialize the way he hopes, then they say, hey, come on back for a team-friendly deal. We'll see. Michael Mayer at 15. I know that's in a lot of mocks. I'd still be knocked over with a feather if they took a tight end at 15. Um, I think he's a really good player. Uh, I think you could probably wait and get another... I think this is a really rich class of tight ends and the Packers traditionally have not wanted to uh, spend that kind of capital on at the position. However, you know it just takes a special guy. Maybe Brian really falls in love with someone, and maybe it is Meyer. Um, but I suspect that they'll wait at that position till day two. That'll be my guess. Smalls, thanks to the super chat. Am I the only one who noticed that twelve started playing with the system more after the Eagles game? Did he need that pressure behind him? Inquiring minds would like to know. Man, I don't know yeah i think I think you might be trying to see stuff there thats that wasn't um i think he definitely there were stretches where he definitely played more in rhythm. I don't think it was so much after the Eagles game after Jordan came in or whatever. I think there were definitely moments later in the year where um you know he settled into a groove uh, a lot a lot quicker and a lot better than he had been earlier in the season but I think a lot of that is due to the offensive line finally being kind of put together and playing well and the receivers knowing what the hell they're doing much more than they did early in the season, obviously. Um, he was really skittish at the start of games. That's what kind of blows blew my mind throughout the year, and I think I mentioned it once on Twitter. Um, just seemed to need like a drive or two every game to kind of get in the flow. Um, you know, just errant passes and holding the ball and really double-clutching, not trusting what he saw. But then as things would settle in, he would get into that rhythm that you're talking about. So, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think... More than anything, and I talked about this right at the end of the year, more than anything, when it comes to Aaron and playing in that rhythm that you're talking about, it's the offensive line. If the offensive line can, you know, stick together and play at a high level like they did for kind of the latter part of the year, yeah, I think Aaron's fine. But, you know, when he's got that instant pressure in his face and he starts dropping his eyes and looking for the rush right away, that's when things get out of joint. Like, I don't think it really has much to do with Jordan Love. Hmm. Uh, if Rodgers stays, do they forego a tight end? Not necessarily. Uh, Mastodon, don't, don't be saying that, man. Look, everybody does you know what they want as far as uh, the content they consume and the content they produce, especially as Packers fans, right? Um, there are lots of draft guides out there now. Like We've been doing it for a long time, but there are tons of options out there, and not just Packers draft guides, but just national draft guides, um internet television blah 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 like there's tons of content out there for you and there's a huge market and we we're just happy that people you know a choose to work with us every year and b that there there is a pretty core fan base that like you know buys our draft draft guide every year you guys know i'm not a draft industrial complex dude i is not my ballywick but i understand there are a billion people out there that love that shit you know and i say you know rock, rock on man um have a great time with our draft guide or anybody's draft guide it's good man as long as you're you know talking packers and supporting the green and gold i don't really give a shit um i think it's just great that they uh there's such a great community that can support all these content creators that get to do what they love and talk about the team we all support that's where i'm at ryan thanks for super chat i'd like to see benton in a packer uniform I made a note of it, Ryan. I'm going to talk to Brian tonight. Dalton Schultz interest if he's available. Uh, I'd love him on the Packers, but I'd be shocked if the Packers could afford him. I think he's someone who's going to get paid, and uh, I don't think it's going to be by the Green Bay Packers, especially with their uh, current situation. Kincaid reminds me of Zach Ertz. I'll tell you what, man. Kincaid can catch the... Ball, holy cow! I don't care where it is. I don't care, it, you know how what he where he is in his route. If there's a ball in his vicinity, he is catching it. That's he is an impressive dude. There is zero doubt about that. I would love to see him. I'd like him on the Packers more than I'd like Meyer. And I know people love Meyer, but um, yeah, I really like that guy. I think he's uh, uh, a fun addition to an offense that hasn't had a weapon like that in a very long time. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I do have uh, my get-together tonight. So if you're in Indy, I hope you can stop on by Tavern on South uh, about 630. We'll be there for a couple hours, talking to Packers, drinking beer, having a great time. In the meantime, if you are on the Internet and can't make it to Indy, please just do me a monster favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night.